Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. The American Legion has asked the Department of Veterans Affairs to move more quickly to fill vacancies among mental health positions. The Legion cited concerns with the VA hiring process in a new white paper on veteran suicides. The Legion says unfilled medical vacancies are one of the barriers veterans face when seeking mental health care. 54% of Legion members say it's difficult to navigate VA's mental health process. 77% say VA needs to improve its customer service. Someone else responding to the Trump administration's push to improve public service is the Department of Agriculture's Sonny Perdue, who's tasked his agency with appointing customer experience champions, 40 people whose full-time job is dedicated to improving the services that USDA provides. Leading the charge at USDA is Joe Doyle, who was director of Georgia's Office of Consumer Protection when Perdue was governor there. Doyle, who is now the director of USDA's Office of Customer Experience, says he expects the agency can make its services available faster, friendlier, and easier without asking for additional funding from Congress or without much help from the private sector. The House Veterans Affairs Committee has passed forward 10 new pieces of legislation. One bill seeks to address what it says is a human resources staff that lacks the necessary qualifications. It would require VA to set specific performance standards for its human resources positions and report back to Congress on its findings. Another bill would make changes to the current program that aims to ease the transition from active duty to civilian life. Changes to the transition assistance program would include more of a focus on career opportunities and entrepreneurship. The Food and Drug Administration has approved the use of freeze-dried plasma for the military. The freeze-drying process makes the plasma easier to carry. Freeze-dried plasma can also help stop bleeding in combat situations. The plasma has a shelf life of about two years and comes in a powder form, which is mixed with sterile water for use. The Senate has confirmed Paul Ney as Defense Department General Counsel. Ney formerly served as the top lawyer in the Navy and as Deputy General Counsel in the Department of Defense. His new position will give him a key role in the Defense Department where he will weigh in on issues involving personnel, conduct, and other matters. The government's top intelligence official says the warning lights are blinking about an impending cyber attack. More from Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats told a Washington audience on Friday the threat indicators are on par with what the intelligence community was seeing in the months leading up to the September 11th attacks, only this time in cyberspace. Coates says Russia is the primary aggressor, but mentioned China and Iran as well. He says recent media and congressional attention on election-related attacks misses the bigger picture, persistent and pervasive actions that he says could culminate in a crippling attack on other pieces of critical infrastructure. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services is moving closer to clear some of the confusion over benefit claims. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. CIS Director Francis Cisna gives officers what he calls full discretion to deny applications or petitions for benefits that are incomplete or ineligible. Such denials won't need prior notice. He says frivolous and skeletal applications gum up the works and waste resources. The new rules go into effect September 11th, the exception being those under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, thanks to court injunctions. I'm Tom Temin. The Government Accountability Office has some ideas for Congress on what it should be asking agencies as they prepare to reorganize and streamline. GAO says members of Congress should question the process agencies use to develop their reorganization ideas, their motives for creating the change, and how they plan to manage the workforce through potential consolidation. 
The Office of Management and Budgets expected to testify this Wednesday before the Senate on its reorganization ideas. A Federal Circuit Appeals Court has ruled the Court of Federal Claims rightly dismissed a $400 million proposed class action against the government-funded Voice of America. The suit claimed VOA dodged paying benefits and fair wages to thousands of workers by misclassifying them as independent contractors. The appeals court rejected the workers' claims that they'd signed purchase order vendor contracts, which don't confer benefits, but were treated as though they'd signed personal service contracts, which do. The Department of Homeland Security is now batting 500 with its recent contract awards for advanced cyber capabilities. Here's Jason Miller. Good news and bad news for the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Program. On one hand, five agencies are preparing to move to Phase 3 of CDM. This is because the Homeland Security Department and the General Services Administration award a $530 million contract to CGI Federal. On the other hand, six agencies will have to wait a little bit longer. GSA and DHS's $668 million award to Mantech for these six agencies comes under protest. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.